This is Annie Stevens Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Greetings and good evening. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families, which can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Today's reading from the Daily Office is John chapter 3, verses 22 through 36. Now let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to John. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he spent some time there with them and baptized. John also was baptizing at Anon near Salim, because water was abundant there, and people kept coming and were being baptized. John, of course, had not yet been thrown into prison. Now a discussion about purification arose between John's disciples and a Jew. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you testified, here he is baptizing, and all are going to him. John answered, No one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom, who stands and hears him, rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. For this reason, my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks about earthly things. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, yet no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted his testimony has certified this, that God is true. He whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has placed all things in his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but must endure God's wrath. The Gospel of our Lord. Good evening. Well, You know, in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke describe Jesus' ministry beginning after the arrest of John the Baptist. In today's reading from John, we learn of what Jesus was up to 
before the arrest of John. In this unique snapshot of his early ministry, we find Jesus spending time with his disciples in the Judean countryside and baptizing. You know, this is the only place in Scripture where we read that Jesus is actively baptizing his followers. John is also baptizing in Enon near Salim, we are told, because the water was abundant there. The people kept coming to him because he had not yet been arrested. Soon to follow, though, very soon. Then this happens. In the very next chapter 4 of John, we learn that the Pharisees had heard Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John. Now, oddly, in conflict with what we read today, we are told it was his disciples were baptizing, and not Jesus. Not that it matters, though, because the Jesus movement was getting legs. But perhaps just a wee bit too much attention for now. When Jesus learned that what the Pharisees had heard, he left Judea and started back to Galilee. So, having done some planting and watering of the crop, Jesus gets legs and wisely scrammed the place. The route he chose led through Samaria. Tired out by his journey, he stopped by Jacob's well at about the noon hour for some R&R. In the meantime, the disciples went to town for some food. A Samaritan woman came all the way from town to draw water. Same thing goes on today, you know. Women do the laborious and time-consuming job of fetching water to quench our thirsts, both figuratively and literally. Women of all types and colors and all walks of life, including those in this country, other first world countries and third world countries who are oppressed and exploited. Well, but I digress. So, contrary to custom and breaking the rules, Jesus and the Samaritan woman, scandalously there by themselves, have the longest reported conversation in the Bible that Jesus had with anybody. A really long and meaningful conversation that begins with Jesus asking her, or, you know, actually really rather telling her to give him water. Give me a drink, he says. After all, she has the equipment to do so, a bucket and rope, and Jesus does not. Since the Jewish people and Samaritans did not get along, she is very surprised and taken aback. Then playing on the theme of being thirsty, instead of offering to baptize her with the water from the religiously significant well of Jacob, Jesus refers to himself as living water. He must have told her this after he drank his fill of water and now wants to know if she might be thirsty for something a little different than H2O. She exclaims, Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Epiphany is the time we recognize the manifestation of Jesus to all people in all walks of life. And that is what God intends. 
But what comes is not always what we want or suppose and, I, and happens when we least expect it. God is full of surprises. Depending on who we are or where we are on our respective journeys, they can be pleasant or unpleasant surprises. The disciples of John the Baptist are concerned and jealous that Jesus is out competing John. Jesus' following is on the rise and it shows. To his credit, John claims to be only the forerunner of Jesus. And the proactive John is the first witness to Jesus and even directs to Jesus his first disciples. John's fullest joy is that he is a friend of the bridegroom. John says that Jesus must increase and so he must decrease. John once again flatly says, quote, I am not the Messiah, end quote. Although he does have some second thoughts, while in prison, he summons two of his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the expected one or do we look for someone else? He does this, you know, because Jesus preaching forgiveness of sins and love of neighbor was not the message he wanted or expected. Even some of Jesus' own disciples are disappointed that Jesus is not the Messiah they expected to conquer and overthrow the established order and a fire and brimstone kind of guy. I really like best, though, the story of the Samaritan woman at the well. Being a woman and a despised Samaritan, she is of low rank in their social stratum. She comes to the well on a regular, tiresome, time-consuming chore of fetching water. She is unassuming, surprised to be talking to a Jewish rabbi, but has the fortitude and the moxie to stay and engage in a life-changing conversation. She desired the living water of life Jesus offers all of us, and she did not want to have to keep coming to that remote well to draw and haul water. <laughs> Did you know that, that water weighs 62.4 pounds per cubic foot? The unnamed woman bravely laid claim to a certain freedom to say so, to say yes or to say no, to act or not to act. What inspired or drove her to do it, to do so? Well, here are some randomly offered thought-provoking provocative quotes about freedom covering a wide spectrum. I got these off of brainyquote.com and they're offered in good faith for you to contemplate. So first off, the great songwriter Chris Christofferson put it this way in his work, Me and Bobby McGee, with this line, from the point of view of the down and out, freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. The 1960s blues singer Janis Joplin made that song wildly popular, accompanied by the Full Tilt Boogie Band. And I like this quote from Viktor Frankl. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Albert Camus wrote, the only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. 
Karl Marx said, necessity is blind until it becomes conscious. Freedom is the consciousness of necessity. Now, in a more modern age, Eleanor Roosevelt said, freedom makes a huge requirement of every human being. With freedom comes responsibility. For the person who is unwilling to grow up, the person who does not want to carry his own weight, this is a frightening prospect. And Pope John Paul II said, Freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. And Nelson Mandela, For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. And another contemporary quote for the times in which we find ourselves from the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. Of course, we would be very remiss not to quote Jesus, who said this about his mission of freedom in Luke 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free. And in his letter to the Galatians, St. Paul wrote in chapter 5, verse 1, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. And then he elaborated, For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become enslaved to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The unnamed woman at the well was free to choose because she did not really have much to lose. Besides which, she was one courageous and outspoken individual who stands out. Because of her need, intuition, and that courage, she immediately says yes to Jesus' offer of an outright gift of abundant, everlasting life. Grace in Action and contrary to the way he left Judea, which was kind of a duck-and-cover move, in his own expression of freedom, Jesus boldly comes out to the Samaritan woman. Scandalous, you know, talking to a Samaritan and a woman, yet by themselves. This Jesus, our rabbi, being poor, indigent, homeless, not with white skin, not with blue eyes, not with blonde hair, God disguised in a male body with a female soul, offering love, grace, mercy, forgiveness. Considered a ne'er-do-well by the establishment, our street-smart Jesus knows a segue when he sees and hears one. Jesus speaks directly to the point. When she says, I know that the Messiah is coming, Jesus immediately replies, I am he the one who is speaking to you. The end of today's episode has Jesus spending a couple of days in the town. And because of that, 
And because of the woman's testimony, many in the town became followers of Jesus. How do we spell freedom? Amen. And now a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us, to give the light of revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And now the collect for the second Sunday after Epiphany. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, Grant that your people, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that he may be known, worshipped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us now take some time pausing our worship together, if you need to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession thanksgiving and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. And now the collect for the human family found on page 815 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time, all nations, all peoples of the earth, the one human family may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now the Collect for Social Order and Social Justice found on page 823. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving Spirit may so move every human heart, and especially the hearts of the people of this land, that barriers which divide us may crumble suspicions disappear and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way, kindle our hearts and awaken hope, that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now, in this time of God's revelation to all people, go into the world in peace, hope, and joy, 
to seek and serve God, being and doing God's grace, mercy, and justice. Do everything in love. Thank you.